Welcome to Redcon One's Mentally Triggered. Each week, hosts Matt Meinrod and Luke Lazenby bring you the latest fitness and bodybuilding industry gossip, training strategies, nutrition advice, exclusive athlete interviews, and most importantly, sneak peeks into the latest developments from the team at Redcon One, innovators of the purest and most powerful fitness supplements in the industry. So get ready for the brutal, honest, unvarnished truth. Get ready to get mentally triggered. Luke, welcome to another episode of Mentally Triggered. This is episode 20. Um, but before we go ahead with this episode, um, we have to make an apology. Absolutely. Um, normally we don't do that, but when it's called for or needed, um, I think it's important that we do it. Absolutely. We put our foot in our mouth last episode. Um, we spoke out of turn. We did. Absolutely. We, I did. <laughs> well, and I stirred the pot. And that's Absolutely. A, so, uh, you know, I'm just as guilty as, as you are. team, we did, yes. Yeah, we, we kind of poo-pooed on some of our employees, our, our, co- our colleagues, and... Um, we were a little embarrassed by it, so absolutely, we wanted to uh, apologize to them and to all the listeners because it's not in our character to do that. No, definitely, and it's uh, it wasn't something that we meant to hurt any feelings or to you know really cause any drama or issue with everybody. It was comedic, and unfortunately, we took it a little too far. So, to uh, those of you out there that were involved in that, we genuinely do apologize. Yeah, we do. Um, so. We'll hopefully turn a page on that and uh, bring everybody uh, back to our normal antics on this episode moving forward. Um, but we just want to give you guys a heads up uh, on that moving forward and, and everybody listening that we're ready to move on and uh, say we're sorry. That's right. And get on with the show. Let's do it. All right. All right. Episode 20 of Mentally Triggered is right now. Luke, what's going on? What's up, Matt? Episode 20. Guys, Woo! you are locked in for another episode. I am Matt Meinrod. And I am Luke Lazenby. Lukey. What's up? It's episode 20. It is. Sandwiched somewhere between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Is that what this is? This is it. This is December. You wouldn't okay. know it by living down here. No, right? It's like 80, 80 I know. outside. Yeah. Welcome to Florida, where yeah. we have one day of winter each year. Yeah. I, I heard an alarming story the other day. I was in... Uh, I was in the gym working out at an off time, mm-hmm. so I ran into people at the gym I don't normally see. Yeah, and I see my neighbor. He goes, he goes, uh, neighbor, and I go, are we? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk to anybody in my neighbor. Well, I don't know you, and uh, oh yeah, I know you. They know. See, they know me because I'm the big guy walking the dogs. Yeah, yeah, I'm the big guy with the little dogs and walking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, You're the so huge bald guy. I'm, I stick out like a sore thumb. You do. So he's training this guy. He's like a 50 year old Italian guy, tattoos everywhere, the whole beater going. There he's training go. with this monster black guy. Oh, I'm talking six bigger than me, six five, nice two sixty five shredded, and he mm-hmm. looked natural. Mm-hmm. And he says to me, uh, he, "Oh, she's making small talk with Sam, and she's in there." And all of a sudden, he's like, "Yeah, you know, uh, my car got got robbed, or you know, like stolen." I'm like, "What? You know, right right out of his driveway?" And they found it like two weeks later, and they found the shell and not the engine. What kind of car? It was an infinity. Like oh boy! G- yeah, wow. it wasn't even like yeah. yeah. It's not like they stole like a Hellcat. No, Good no, grief. no, no. Okay. So then he goes on to tell me he's like, oh yeah, about a year ago, just before you moved in, um, the kid three doors down from him, somebody held him up at gunpoint. I'm like Jesus Christ, what kind of a neighborhood <laughs> do I live in? Damn it, Matt! So as soon as I, you know, Sam heard that, I'm like, we're All moving. Right. Yeah, right. You're like, we're out of here. We've been thinking about moving out of that neighborhood. Now. Where's your lease? When's your lease up? Well, it's up in May. Okay, so you got time. I'm, I, you know, the pain in the ass it is to move. Hell yeah! Between the moving van and expenses yeah. and first and last and insurance, you know, all the yep. all the pain in the dick, all the money you <laughs> shell out to get into a new place. We're, uh, I would love to, but 
I think I'm going to hold out another year. Damn, you're going to stay there and risk getting robbed? Yeah. Get, getting your car stolen? I have surveillance. <laughs> I do. I do. Well, surveillance is not going to help it's you. It's crazy because like about two, three months ago, <laughs> Sam messaged me at work. I'm just normal day. It's yeah. my, We call it a Wednesday. Okay. And Sam texts me. She goes, I wasn't home. I you know, was at the grocery store. And I don't even know where she was. She goes, she goes I saw an alert on my phone. She's got the app. For like the, shows, yeah, like the Nest cameras or something yeah, like that? Yeah, okay. so, it shows when somebody's near the door. So she got an alert on the phone, and they could see the video immediately. And it was a black guy with dreads mm-hmm. looking through the fucking window. Really? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Jeez. But he ran away. Good grief. I know. He probably saw the camera. Probably looked up, and he was like, oh, my goodness, they yeah. got surveillance. Yeah. I'm out of here. I know. This is uh, crazy. This is not good. No. I think you need to move, like, I, today. I know. Like, call, <laughs> like, the landlord and be like, dude, we're out of here. This is an unsafe neighborhood. The truth is, I mean, I, I don't want anything to happen like that, but I'd be most scared if somebody stole the dogs. Yeah. That'd is be the gated? worst. The community? Well, get this. It's gated, but the gates are never closed. That's how mine is. It's like, we pay extra money to live in a secure neighborhood. And my shit, like, we have things on our cars that it scans to let us in and all this bullshit. And mine is not, they don't just leave it open. Yeah, I have a little barcode on my door. I'm I'm in my window. And it's not even that they're open. They're just always fucking broken. Because Mm -hmm. people are idiots and they just smash into it or they break the little bar that goes down. And instead of the company continuing to fix it, they just get pissed off. And for, like, a week, they'll just leave it open. Mm -hmm. And then I go, you know, like, they actually just sent us a survey because my... The, com- the property management company that owns my community just got bought out, and a new property management company came in. They sent us a survey, and God, did I rip that place a new asshole oh, yeah. on the survey. Oh, yeah. You've been ripping a lot of new assholes. I though. kind of have, but God, this is like... this was bad, dude, because nothing works. It's like, I mean, we pay all this. Dude, I pay a lot of money to live in that community. Mm-hmm. I live in a three-bedroom apartment, and I'm spending $2,000 a month, and but, half of the uh, shit in the gym doesn't work. You know, they have a movie theater that we're supposed to be able to, like, rent out if we want to that never fucking works. Like, you can't. The, the system. Can I hurt your feelings? Go ahead. In, in Louisville, Kentucky, where I used to live, you know, mm-hmm. um, I had a 3,200-square-foot, two-story house, and I paid 1900 a month. It was a beautiful home. I hate you. It was great. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's move on. It's South Florida, dude. No, and I, I, know. The, I thought the same thing when I moved there from last year, and I was living yeah. in Delray Beach. Yeah. I was paying, like, a few hundred dollars less than that for the shittiest apartment. And I'm it's like, just South Florida. I'm like, yeah. what is this? I just want shit to work. I don't care about the money. Just oh, I do. I want both. Yeah. Well, both would be good. If I could get yeah. cheaper and have just as nice, it'd be good too. But I, dude, I swear to God that in the two years that we've lived there, I've probably had ten times as many maintenance issues as I've ever had in any other complex I've ever lived in. And a lot of it's for the same shit over and over again. And what about like, you? Are you going to move soon? I, I'm, we're thinking about it. Yeah. Our lease is up, I think, in April or May, so kind of same mm-hmm. time yours is, and we're considering it. We're actually we actually been looking um, at like homes, like maybe mm-hmm. not necessarily buying, unfortunately yet, but maybe renting like a. It's home. a better deal, man. Yeah. yeah. And dealing, I'd rather deal with the landlord. I mean, mm-hmm. we we did get in a, we had an unfortunate situation. I think I talked about it on a mm-hmm. previous show where we had a beautiful um, corner condo. It was like three thousand square feet, three bedroom, huge. That's big. It was beautiful for a condo, and it was mm-hmm. on the first floor. Um, Spanish tile, all new appliances, everything was great. But literally, like three days before Christmas in like 2009 or 2010, we get a knock at the door. We open the door and it's a realtor. And she's like, oh, yeah, the house is being foreclosed on. We're showing the house. And the landlord that we were dealing with was in Venezuela. And, of course, she didn't tell us anything about the house being foreclosed on. But we were still paying her rent. Mm -hmm. So you better believe that for the last three months we were there, we didn't pay shit. And we found a new place and we moved on. But I was pissed because I'm like, you literally, like, there's nothing you can do. You can't fight Was this due to the recession? I mean, this it is might have been. It was right this, around the time when all that shit happened. Well, this yeah. is the story. I don't know if you yeah. saw the movie The Big Short. Mm-hmm. Did you see that at all? No. no it's got, uh, it's a couple years old, but it's about the 2008 recession, 2007 gotcha. recession. And they, 
these guys physically went down to Florida and they were knocking on doors and it was people that were renting in homes. Right. And they were getting foreclosed on by the bank and then the banks were selling the house. Right. And these people were getting kicked out of their houses and yeah. and they didn't know what the hell was going on because the owners of their home weren't paying the yeah. bills. So I mean we were not we were it was cool enough for us that the bank the realtor, whoever was dealing with it, gave us sixty days to move, but they didn't have to do it. They literally could have given us. I think the, I think lawfully it was like ten days. Yeah, they, and, but they gave us six days, and they were like, no, we'll give you two months because it's the holiday time, it's Christmas, you know, whatever. So they gave us a little extra time to move. But I was furious because we loved that place. Like, I mean, it was beautiful and it was nice, and it was in like a, a new section of Miramar, which is kind of on the border of Pember Pines where we live now. It's in like. Nautica. Would you guys stay in that area, or would you ever move north? Um, or you know, West. right now is the tough is tough because the kids are still in school. That's so right. I probably would stay there until the kids are out of school. But um, you never know. Later on down the line, we could move more north. We could move, you know, somewhere a little bit different. So I'm not sure. We'll see. That's know? the interesting part about like when you're in a heavy metropolis like this. Yeah, there's schools everywhere. Yeah. So for you to move, maybe even ten miles. You pull your kids out of the school they're in. So yeah. like most people think, oh, we're moving. It's across to a new city or across town. You can literally move a couple miles down the road. And your yeah. kids are in a different school, and then you uprooted them. So you really haven't gone anywhere. Yep. And, yeah, it's tough. But you also have to consider um, when you buy or rent a home, it's better for the dog that way, too. So, Absolutely. We want know. something with space. Like, I want her to have a backyard. I want to, mm-hmm. you know, especially with Rose, like, I want her to have space. You know, we're one of the things, like, playing with her now. Like, I went and bought one of those Kong balls that we talked about. One yeah. of those, like, the, like, uh, teepee-shaped thing that bounces all over the place. And Does she it make noise, too? It makes a wiggle noise or no? No, her, that one doesn't. It doesn't have anything inside of it. Uh-huh. But she absolutely loves it because it's un- unpredictable. I flip it, and then when it hits the ground, you don't know what freaking direction it's going to go. And she'll watch <laughs> it, and then when it hits and bounces, she starts chasing it. But she's so big, and we we literally have this like short span to play in the house and she she's weird she will not play outside mm-hmm. like i'm sure she it's would play hot. if it was like in the backyard probably <laughs> but i've taken her to the dog park and i brought the ball with me and she won't chase it it's probably because it's hot mm-hmm. but in the house she does it but she's so big that she comes burling back and she jumps on my couch with her 90 pound body and like smashes the couch against the wall and i'm like okay dude like chill like mm-hmm. we, need, we can't keep doing this so we definitely would love to have it back here absolutely so, yeah it, it, my little guy's just moving from an apartment to a house They've been so happy. Oh, heck yeah. You know, just uh, apartments are not for dogs. No. You know, that's what, even Especially not a 90-pounder. Well, those two, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, the big ones need space more than anybody. Um, I want to make a little uh, product announcement. We have have Ration out now. We do. Uh, it's our whey blend. It's mm-hmm. got hydroslate. Is that how you pronounce it? Hydroslate. Hydroslate. Yep. And uh, concentrate. <clears throat> they say hydroslate. Hydroslate. Yeah. I can never get that out. I can never get that one out. And um, there's another so, one I just tried. Uh, whatever. Um, concentrate. But what flavors are we in, Luke? We have chocolate. Right now we have chocolate. And cookies and cream is, from what I understand, I don't know if it's on the way, but it's the next flavor. Okay. So okay. hopefully it's on the way. We sampled that, didn't we? We did. We tried. Mm-hmm. There was actually three flavors we tried. We tried chocolate. We tried cookies and cream. We tried like a peanut butter chocolate, which mm-hmm. is similar to what we have now. And they were all fantastic. You know, for you guys out there that can handle the lactose, dude, great protein, mm-hmm. tastes fantastic, mixes fantastic. You know, fortunately, it gives me bubble gut because I am lactose intolerant. So that's not a stab at the product because it's a phenomenal product. Just me personally, I can't have it. Yeah, so. it's, a, it's a creamier texture. Yes. And it's good for – I like it just for my smoothies and cooking oh, with hell stuff yeah. because you got to figure if you're going to make a smoothie, 
you're going to throw in berries or some yeah. other carb source. So you don't really need to be too picky with right. the isolates. So save yourself a few bucks because it's a little yeah, cheaper. Absolutely. And uh, it does taste, I think, a little yeah. bit better. Sixty four so. ninety nine for a five-pounder on the site right now versus, I think, seventy nine ninety nine for or eighty nine ninety nine for isotope. Mm-hmm. So it's significantly cheaper for a five-pound tub. We don't have a smaller tub of ration right now. Five-pound is what we're offering, but it's phenomenal. Try it out. The other thing we did the other day for you guys that missed it, we sampled out, we beta tested some new MRE. Yeah. That was cool. So mm-hmm. we did key lime pie, which we tried out. We tried, what else we did? Pecan pie. Pecan pie. I liked it. I was, we, Aaron goes around the circle and says, all right, what did you, which one was your favorite? I picked pecan, but I was outvoted. Right. What did you, did you like it or not? I didn't get to try the key lime pie. You're, oh. But I because I wasn't here Monday. Oh, that's right. But I had there were some samples left on top of the fridge and I actually took the pecan pie and I took the the peanut butter cookie one we had already tried. Mm-hmm. I thought that was going to be the next flavor, but I guess they're the, that's up for debate now. Peanut butter cookie one's okay. It doesn't have a lot of peanut buttery flavor, which mm-hmm. to me if you're going to call something peanut butter, it has to taste like peanut butter mm-hmm. and I didn't taste the real peanut butter mm-hmm. push with it, but I definitely liked the pecan pie. I felt like you could taste the pecans a lot. I felt like it was missing something on the caramelly side, mm-hmm. like give it that like pecan pie flavor. I tasted mm-hmm. the pecans, but I didn't taste the carameliness of it that, that would call it like a pecan pie. But I liked it, and I don't. So I don't. I can't compare that with the key lime pie. But I heard the key lime pie was like a smash. It was shape. really good. Yeah. The only thing is, not not everybody likes key lime pie. Right. You know, it's kind of completely. You know. So, but I I thought it was really good. And then we also tried out. Did you get to have a sample of the the bug juice? No, not the bug juice. Oh, well, I tried the bug juice too. I but I, my head was thinking about what you think about the bug juice. I liked it. Yeah, I thought it was great. I yeah. mean, when you go it's to a earthy. Few, yeah, when you but go it's a fruit good. and green supplement. I yeah. mean, as long as it has like a fruity flavor and you're able to keep it down, like there's no issues. Mm-hmm. I think I thought it tasted good. We had we tried out two flavors that had orange juice and a pineapple juice. And right, orange juice, no pineapple, banana, and orange juice. And I didn't try the orange. I tried them both, and I thought they were great. Yeah. So the pineapple awesome. was very good. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like a mix between V8 fusion. Yes. Meets some sort of crotum. Yeah. <laughs> like, that makes sense. You know, yeah. kind of like an earthy meets yeah. tropical deliciousness. It was good though. I liked it. Uh, loved what it. What else did you have? You had something else? Yeah, we did MRE. We Darielle brought in the MRE bars. That was today. Yeah, that was well. That was yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then which were very good. Yeah, um, I like those. The, I, I don't know how what they look like as far as the ingredients because I'm sure they're a little different than they were MRE itself. Yeah, from what from the feedback that we got right now, one of the the only thing that I saw that Aaron was a little bit concerned about, and I'll actually bring it up real quick so we can talk about it, was the the macro breakdown. Now Aaron said Yeah, that's what I mean, absolutely. Yeah, Aaron said he you know he actually put it out there for the tier operators and he was like, hey, take a look at this guys, what do you think? And we you know, it was it was questionable. The bars were really good. We all, I think everybody really enjoyed them, but definitely a little higher on the carb side and higher on the sugar side. I'm not mm-hmm. going to give exact numbers because Aaron doesn't want to disclose, but um, but it's a 72-gram bar, mm-hmm. um, 270 calories, and the breakdown was a little high on a couple of those notes. So, um, And the majority of the feedback that we got from the tier operators on the Facebook page seemed to mimic that. I like would love wrong. to know what everybody wants more of. Oh wow! Somebody's uh, somebody's out there um, showing off their penis. Yeah. I mean their manhood. Yeah. I mean their car. <laughs> I, I'm curious to see what everybody would be more interested in, though. Like a perfectly sound bar in terms of macro breakdown, right? Or something that tastes good? Because it, it's really. I mean, we want to have the best of both worlds, Bro, but you have the, to choose. Yeah. You have to lean towards one or the other. At the end of the day, I think people are going to say one thing. 
but they're going to buy what tastes good. Mm -hmm. And I know that that sucks, but that's the reason why there's so many shitty bars out there right now. Okay, so here's the, the, there's two kinds of buy bars, though, like, in my opinion. You got the buy bar that buys the case. Right. Or the box in bulk, and that's the person that's conscientious about yeah, their diet. agreed. And then agreed. you got the guy that goes down to 7-Eleven and it's either... Just buys what's it's, on the it's shelf. It's the Lenny's and Larry's bar <laughs> right. or it's the one bar or maybe it's the new MRE bar if it's full of... You know, that's what you're competing with. So it's more right. of an indulgent. Yeah. Two separate bars? Um, I don't or know. Or is that crazy? I don't know. These are decisions that I don't have to worry about. I don't know because, I mean, <laughs> let's let's be honest and think about it. How many different bars does Metrics have? I don't know. They have like 10. Do they? Yeah. They have so many different bars out there they have over the years. Not necessarily, maybe not now. But I think, I don't necessarily think that's a bad idea. I think you could do like an MRE bar and then you could do maybe like an MRE plus bar or something like that that has more or less of a a given ingredient. I've never brought it up with the team before, Mm -hmm. but just brainstorming now, Mm -hmm. I would love to see like an MRE light. That's what, yeah, yeah, exactly. Play with the, you know, because right now it's at 75 grams of carbs, 47 protein, four of fat. That's for a five, for a four scoop serving, yeah. That's only for people balking. Yeah. What if somebody's on a diet and wants to do 60 grams of protein and 30 grams of carbs and four grams? You know, like, how do you change that ratio around a little bit without screwing with the taste? But I think that might be the future of MRE. Absolutely. And that Um, could definitely be. An idea for the bar, too. We could do an MRE bar and an MRE light bar. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It could be. This will be something everybody's going to have to uh, weigh in on. Absolutely. You know? Weigh in. Uh, uh, pun. No way. No <laughs> way protein. No uh, way. Yeah. Um, hey, did you guys know we have a discount code? We do. Tell, look, what is tell them what it is. It's mental 20. So you guys, going forward, um, if you want to buy something off of redcom1.com, please use the code mental20. Save 20% off your entire purchase. And it'll help support the show and kind of give them an idea of who's out there listening and, and paying attention to us. And uh, you save yourself some money in the, in the process. So do it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I didn't even know we had this discount code. But now no. that we do, I want to make sure everybody's using it. Yes. I, don't, I don't plug discount codes. No. Very rarely. Even back in the project bodybuilding days, I had sponsors and advertisers. And I didn't plug the discount codes because no. I thought it was kind of cheesy. Yeah. But you know what? We got a discount code. We do. And we didn't know we had it. Now we're going to So use I want to make a point. To use it. So, Matt Sino, if you're listening. Mental 20, Matt. Make 75 graphics right now. I want to spam. <laughs> I want to spam Mental 20 everywhere. Yes. As a matter of fact, I want to make December, since it's historically kind of people Mental are, 20 month? Mental 20 month. Dude, let's do it. I'm talking about, if you're on a forum, talk about the, the podcast. Yeah. If Can we on, make stickers and put them on the back of, like, ambulances? I want to make it a point just to blast <laughs> this shit everywhere and really make... Be we obnoxious. need a shirt that says Mental 20. That's right. Mental 20. Yeah. So there you go. And uh, one other thing, just we need to mention that we've... I've, I've been doing... Luke, you've been doing it, too, I think. I know the frontline guys in the call center have been doing it. Uh... The reformulation of Total War. We've oh, been yeah. kind of... Being guinea pigs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I've been guinea pigs with Aaron on shit <laughs> for, for so life. long. Since you were like 14? I, I, can, <laughs> I can say... I, I, here's something I can say that I did that nobody else did in this office outside oh, of Aaron. Let's do it. I beta tested Blackstone Labs' original Angel Dust. Really? The original Angel Dust. Nice. Yeah. So that was like... He, Aaron. The crack? Aaron says to me... Uh, Matt, try this. Try this. Yeah, tell me what you think. Tell me what you think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now that goes back five and a half years or so. Nice. Um, I tried You've had it Razor's Edge, Ooh. Blackstone. I tried Euphoria. Did you ever try Euphoria? I love Euphoria. You do? I do, actually. <laughs> I have like three bottles of it in my house. I bet you do. No, but the funny part is, is that remember when they did, I think it was last year, like, no, it might have been longer than that. They were doing a thing when... They wiped out all the pro hormones and they were doing like a crazy deal where it was like you buy five and get like so many for free or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I literally 
bought a bunch of them and I used a bunch really fast and then I kind of got bored with it and now they're just sitting in my top drawer. But I do like I actually enjoyed it because it was one of those things it's that fun. yeah, it's you can't really do a whole lot on it. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, like it's not uh, unlike other things that you can take that make you feel good and you can make somebody else feel good too. Yeah, um, it's a fun. That's a, a the thing about euphoria is that unfortunately it uh it it de- it destroys your uh, use of your member. <laughs> <laughs> I take it so, you tried it in that aspect. I have, and it's kind of just like near a boom. I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> Um, but with that in mind, the new Total Wars, we tried out three different ones, and Aaron kind of blindly passed them out to yeah. us and wanted to get our feedback. He even sequestered us kind of and said, one by one. Yeah, what don't did you talk think? to everybody. Yeah, yeah, no sharing of notes about what you thought about the stuff, because it's important, and we're definitely taking it seriously. Yeah, damn right. And it's not like it's going to be a complete uh, overhaul of the of the ingredient label, but... Uh, I think I, it's. I think it's gonna. In my personal opinion, improved, I think right? Oh, I think it's gonna be better than the DMHA version. Hundred percent. I like. Yeah. I like some of the samples that we've had. So, and I'm excited and looking forward to it. We're dropping that ingredient, but we're adding more to it. Exactly. So people are going to be getting more than yeah. what they paid for originally. Absolutely. And the thing about stims is, I mean, stims are cheap. Yes, they're not like high quality ingredients. No. They're just. Fun, yeah, <laughs> damn right, yeah. <laughs> kind of like beer, yeah. <laughs> no exactly. beer's expensive, dag nabbit. I'm telling you, everything. Otherwise, boring. I'd be drunk all the time. If you could, if you, if you could, let's, let me ask you this: If you could eat whatever you wanted we and not, had this I know, but would you do it with booze? If you could drink whatever you wanted, <sighs> if I could drink whatever I wanted, that's and, what I was getting at. Because and you're, not yeah. and not have not be hungover and not have it affect my recovery. That's what the next day is what I'm talking about. And not have you don't have to worry me. about gaining weight. No, yeah, I would really probably. Yeah, me too. I just like fear. <laughs> <laughs> I would, dude. If, I, if that was the way that if I could just metabolize it like instantly, I would drink beer. Like I wouldn't even drink water anymore. It'd just be mm. beer all the time. That's what they do in Europe, like Eddie. right? Yeah, pretty much. Eddie. Yeah, he, Eddie's got life figured out. I think he has like a Corona bottle, like. And it's just like what's like glued to his hand. Can I tell you? We need to tell everybody about what happened with Cowboy. By the way, Uh-oh, what people want to know updates. I've been getting people wanting to know about updates. He bought the flag for the wall. Oh my goodness! So, <laughs> yeah. So Cowboy John Riccio was tasked with the task of buying the American flag to go on our gym lobby wall. Yeah. And I think he measured it out. But he bought the wrong one anyway, or did he not even measure? I don't know what the hell he did. I think he, I think he compared it to his penis, and, and thought it was giant. thought it was giant. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the hell he did. But at the end of the day, this dude—I mean, I think the wall was like thirty feet long. He ended up buying this flag that he got is like sixty feet, and it's like we couldn't even hang it from the ceiling if we wanted to. The stars are so big; they're like bigger than Matt. There's the, the, <laughs> each individual star that represents a state is bigger than my palm. Yes, it's, it's insane. It, this flag is huge. This flag is is built for something you'd see in a car dealership. Yeah, three hundred feet in the air. Yes, or like like one of the things that I heard actually Cowboy himself talk about is like when they go out in the middle of the football field yeah. for like the national anthem, where the whole entire like um, band goes out there and stretches the flag and out over a hundred yards. Yeah. That's how big this flag is. Like, this flag is, like, I don't know what we're going to do with it. Like, we're gonna probably going to have to save it until we buy a building and then just get, like, a huge flagpole and put it up there. Because otherwise, what the heck are we going to do with it? You donate it to the Ford dealership. Yeah. That's what I would do. That and then do? Eddie hung the, the front lines. What was that stuff? The netting? Yeah. It's like the military netting. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. This hung place it. is starting to get a... Uh, yeah. Kind of come together and be a little, you know, fancy. Not bad. Not bad. No. I, I heard at Christmas we're all getting AR-15s. Really? 
That's what I That's heard. That's nice. Instead of the BB gun. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, let's talk football news before let's we do get it. into some lister questions and bodybuilding stuff. By the way, Luke, what was that? What was that code again? Mental twenty. Just making sure everybody twenty percent off. There do it. Go. Use it. Uh, Eat it. Your Eagles lost over the weekend. Those sons of bitches. They did. Were they ten and two now? Yes. But the scary part is, is that I saw. Uh, I didn't even pay attention to this because, like I said, I haven't really been watching. I've been monitoring from afar, but I haven't been watching. But there was a stat that popped up that a couple of like uh, the the NFL like big wigs that that uh, get involved in talking about where people are and what they're doing on ESPN and stuff like that. There's a stat that popped up that said that they haven't yet to beat a team over 500 this season. So it begs the question: Is this is this 10 and 2 record a fluke? I think it is not a fluke. I agree because I believe in your defense. And Me I believe, too. I believe in Carson Wentz. Me too. Um, I just think that it just happens to be that are, are they playing bad teams? Yeah, but they're disposing of bad teams horribly. Yeah, it's not like, like they're yeah. squeaking my bad team. Absolutely. Now, do I wish that we could have put that to rest by whooping Seattle's ass this past weekend? Yes, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, you know, it just didn't work out that way. Mm-hmm. So I think we're still huge contention right now. We're tied for first in the NFL with three other teams. Yeah, I think it's, the it's Patriots, Steelers, the Vikings, Steelers. I think the Steelers. I think it might be Patriots, Steelers, Vikings, and us are all ten and two right now. Mm-hmm. So, but there are those three or four teams that are now tied for first place in the NFL, which kind of sucks because we were. In first How many games you got left? You got two, three games. We got four games left. Sixteen games in the season. No, so. I got to tell you, Luke. When we started this podcast mm-hmm. off, mm-hmm. you were not going to watch the NFL. I haven't because of all the guys taking a knee, mm-hmm. being douchebags, little scumbags, sense of entitlement. Yeah. Yep. Kaepernick's yep. of the worlds. Yep. But your Eagles are playing well. Mm-hmm. It seems you've. Taken a liking to this NFL season. I have, but I'm still not watching. I'm only watching highlights. Are you going to boycott once the playoffs start? Yep. Really? Yep. Are you going to boycott No. the Super Bowl? No. I will watch the Super Bowl if they go. Won't you feel like you missed out on something if they go to the Super Bowl and maybe even win the Super Bowl? And then you're like, gosh, I didn't watch it. Unfold. Um, No. Because I, because the highlight reels are, it's like watching the game anyway. You're just watching it after the fact, so you see all the good plays anyway. So, granted, do I miss out a little bit on you know just the whole you know game in and of itself and the little things that you don't see in the highlights? Yeah, do I miss it a little bit? But do do I feel like I'm staying strong? Yeah, because I you stand know, strong, yeah. fighting the good fight. Yeah, not that it matters. Because let's be honest, you're what not being great not watching. Oh, it means a lot. You think so? No. Exactly. Roger Goodell signed a two hundred million dollar contract, <laughs> forty million bucks a year. He gets paid more than any quarterback, oh more than Tom goodness. Brady, mm. more than Drew Brees, more yeah. than Andrew Luck, more than Andrew Rogers, Aaron Rodgers. Mm. Just to discipline guys, yeah, and go to court meetings and you know, crazy. It is crazy. Yep. Did, uh, do you think the panel got it right for the college football playoff, or did you think? Did you see any of that? Did she made the top four? We got okay. Let me break it down if you guys mm-hmm. don't know. You've got Clemson who's. St- Starched Miami, 38-3 over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching UFC simultaneously at the sports bar while that was cool. going on. Yeah, it was good, good. Um, Oklahoma, Baker Mayfield, Heisman this weekend. Nice. I think he's the shoe-in, mm-hmm. although I like Lamar Jackson from Louisville. Mm-hmm. He's not going to win it. Nah. Then you have, uh, who's number three? Georgia's three, and Alabama's four. So two SEC schools. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody from the Big Ten was represented because wow. Ohio State yeah, kicked Wisconsin's ass in the Big Ten championship, mm-hmm. and uh, Pac-12 was unrepresented because USC was eleven and two. Yeah, 
So, with that in mind, and then, of course, Miami got thumped by Clemson, so that knocked them out. I think they got it right. I really do. I think based on where things stand right now, yeah. Yeah. There's well, no I know other... every year it's due, due, they want to expand it to eight right. teams. And, I I mean, I do think they're going to get to that. <clears throat> I just don't think they're there yet. Right. You know, I think it's just the natural progression and evolution of this whole process we're in. Yeah. <clears throat> but I'm afraid that, that once it goes to 18, they'll want to take it to 16. And then I think that's too much because what happens is, They've been tap dancing around and, and walking around this um, idea of paying athletes. Right. And if they want to expand it, the playoffs further and further and further, then they've got to eventually pony up the money to pay these guys because yeah. they're going to have 16 game regular seasons. Yep. Um, and not only that, and if they don't, well, of course, if they don't expand it, um, then I think they need to do away with the non conference games, right. those fluff games. Yeah. You know, I don't want to see Florida State playing. You know, Walford or, right. or, or yeah. Bethune Cookman or some team that nobody cares about. The players don't care about it, and neither the do they fans that don't care about it. Yeah, and nobody at home. I mean, it's just one of those games where it's like really. And then a lot of times, the bigger school has to pay the shittier school, yeah, just to come in the first place. Which is why those upsets of those schools are so hilarious. Sucks, when like yeah. Appalachian State beats Michigan, yeah, in Michigan. That's so funny. It's like Michigan paid them two million dollars to, to come there and yeah. beat your ass and kick, got their butts kicked. So uh, I think they need to get rid of that and actually. Meeting up eight that is schedule. Good. Yeah, I think eight is good. Eight team playoff. I think if they if they scale it back to ten game regular season, mm-hmm. or maybe even eleven, like high school or PE, right. but every one of those games is a conference game or a good out of conference. Mm-hmm. No more cupcake games. Yeah, no more bullshit. Yeah. Or even if you want to do a preseason game, then do a true preseason game. Right. Doesn't go against your schedule or against your record, and then. That will get us a better picture because I think the problem is you have a lot of these teams that maybe they have strong and not necessarily this year, but say you have a team that like Wisconsin. What if Wisconsin had beaten Ohio State mm-hmm. and then they're undefeated, but their strength of schedule is so bad because they refuse to play anybody worth a shit, right? That they so, end up in the finals or in the or they end up being on yeah. the outside looking in because yeah. they just didn't have the strength of schedule. Yeah. So I think if they would force these teams. To schedule harder out of conference. Makes sense, yeah. That would get things going. Yep. Um, I wanted to ask you, by the way, before we do some listener questions, what do you think, or actually not what do you think, but how is your uh, diet going? I haven't asked you about your diet in a few days. I'm doing all right. Are you? Yeah, I'm back on the wagon, which is a good thing. So Every week we do the show, though, you can't be back on the wagon. No, no, no. But I mean mean from before. So from after holiday and all that stuff, you know, I've I've been doing good. I mean, it's have... I'm struggling getting my issue right now is struggling getting back on the cardio because I've been finding excuses and with the dog and with everything else that's going on, I go home at night and I almost feel bad leaving my wife alone. So I've been because I typically have I was doing it in the morning. Mornings have gotten tougher for us now because of the kids, the schedules, the, certain things have changed. Um, so that's gotten harder for me in the morning. So I was doing it at night. So I got to get back on the cardio wagon because I haven't lost any weight. Like I weighed myself this morning. I was 264. So I was a pound lighter than I was last week. Mm-hmm. But that's not a good thing because I've been up and down. Like I've been weighing myself every day. And some, I came in one day, I was 269. I came in the next day, I was 263. So it's been, it's going like this because, and I really feel like I'm not been consistent with the cardio, which is why I haven't seen more of a drop. So I'm going to make a consistent effort, a conscious effort to mm-hmm. really get back on the cardio no matter what time it is, even if it's 10 o'clock at night. I'm going to go and get that cardio done. Um, but in terms of food-wise, you know, I've just really been sticking to a consistent regimen, trying to eat the same thing every day, um, mixing up proteins here and there and things like that. But other than that, I'm doing good. I'm staying away from the beer and 
you know, that kind of stuff. And I've been managing to stay away from sweets and treats. And, you know, even today we got a whole shit ton of these pop chips or whatever at the office that Darielle's friend brought in. And Matt comes walking in the office before the show and he's like, hey, Luke, you want some chips? I was like, hell no. They were only 100 calories. It doesn't matter. They were delicious. It's not in my macros. You should, oh, it is in your macros. <laughs> <laughs> but so I've been good. And That's I'm, good. That's and I'm good. feeling good. And I, did, I, did, I hurt my friggin' shoulder, which sucks. Did you fall out of the bunk bed? No. <laughs> Rose, I was walking her big ass, and she saw one of the neighborhood pussies, one of the cats, walking around, and she darts after this thing and imagine you know i got a six foot leash in my hand and there's a 90 pound dog on the end of it that just takes off Mm -hmm. and the worst part was i was holding her to my right and she went behind me so when she went behind me she pulled my arm Mm -hmm. back behind my body Mm -hmm. and man yesterday just benching 135 i felt like my shoulder was gonna pop did you not do a spin move you gotta do the spin move. i did (laughs) but it was it was so fast that by the time i moved she already had yanked my arm back and at first, I thought it was just maybe like a little bit of a shoulder strain or whatever. Now I'm starting to get worried. It's been like four or five days, and it still hurts really bad. Footwork, Luke. It's all yeah, in the footwork. You got to get on you know. some performance training, some speed ladders, <laughs> some, just, yes. some hurdles. And some <laughs> but other than that, everything is good. Doing legs today, so I'm excited. What are you and training today? What, what, legs. I know, but what are we doing? I'm going to do, I mean, I work out here. Give me the program. I work out here in the okay. office, so I'm going to do... Um, leg Wall press, squats. Oh, you don't mean in this office? No, no, no. I mean there. in the <laughs> in the gym. Leg press, and typically, like what I'll do today is I'll do like a pyramid. I'll go up and I'll do get as go as heavy as I can. Then I'll come back down. I'll do um, some sissy squats, well sissy presses because I'll use the leg the leg press machine. I'll do um, calf raises. I'll do leg extensions. I'll do leg curls. I'm gonna do some stiff leg deads. I'm gonna do some Romanian deadlifts. So and then I'm probably gonna do I'll probably finish with some light squats just to get a good pump. What's light for you right now? Like two for two twenty five. But I'll do like sets of like fifteen to twenty reps. Sure, that's good. So I'll be good. And then um, our legs are most fun to train. I love training legs. So I wish we had a little bit more options here in the office for legs. Um, I've actually been um, wanting to, like, venture outside on leg day and possibly do, like, a a busybody or something so I have more options. But I'm making it work here because I'm just being more creative. Can I give you a suggestion? Yeah. It's going to be dark when you do this, right? Yeah. So the traffic outside is going to be okay. Go outside, do some walking lunges. That's too. a good idea. Yeah, yeah you yeah. stay outside. Absolutely, that's a good idea. And yeah. I could even take the barbell with me and do barbell. Because here's the thing: you're there. in this office all day. Yeah, it's nice to get some fresh air. Damn it, get out, there. man! Yeah. You know, it's good for your head. Yeah, it's good for that. I've been doing. I've been finishing up on leg day here with like stairs. Like I'll do like 15 minutes of running up and down the steps, and hold. That's a good change of pace. Fuck, it's yeah, a nightmare. You, it's crazy because you would think that, dude. I do stepper cardio all the time. Well, even though I'm slacking right now, but. I was doing stepper cardio like all the time, but dude, doing regular stairs is so much harder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Fifteen, like eight, eight, nine minutes in, I got like six or seven minutes left, and I'm dying. Anytime moving your body through space, I can hard. barely breathe. Well, that's that whole thing. It's like yeah. we were. I was breaking Aaron's balls a while ago, mm-hmm. and he was talking about the six minute mile. Yeah, and he's still telling me, "Oh, I'm on the treadmill." I'm like, no, no, no. A six-minute yeah. mile on a treadmill is not a six-minute mile no. outside. Hell no. Anybody that runs outside knows that. You You'd know? be lucky to hit a nine-minute mile if you can hit it outside if you hit a six-minute mile on the treadmill. So Yeah, I yeah. yeah. So that's a change of pace is good. Yep. Uh, do we have any other topics before we get into the uh, Your Christmas list? tree's up. Oh, yeah. I did, I did decorate my Christmas tree. Nice. Uh, we only did a little six-footer. 
Okay. Um, that's what I got. That's what you got. Yeah, I didn't yep. want to go overboard, mm-hmm. but because uh, I don't have the ornaments. Yeah, we have a ton of ornaments, but the thing we were worried about is Rose. Again, we're like, yeah. we thought about getting a smaller one and putting it up on top of the table. So far, she's been exploratory. Mm-hmm. Like when we first put the tree up for the first night and we let it fall and we didn't put any ornaments on it, she tore a couple branches off and was, you know, pieces of branches. But even now that we have ornaments hanging there, she'll go up and kind of sniff at them and mess with them. She's been pretty good with the tree. But we have this little snowman thing that has like the countdown to Christmas, and it's like a snowman standing there with like a like a chalkboard, and then it has these little blocks in it that you change down to countdown to Christmas. Man, she has fucked that thing up like ten times. Like she just go up and grab it by the head and throw it on the ground, and I'm like, no, and I and I'll yell at her, and then she just looks at me, and I swear she looks at me and smiles and walks away because she doesn't chew on it or bite it. She just literally walks up, grabs it, throws it on the floor, and it walks away. Being an asshole. Yes. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, like, really? Is that, I mean, or she'll get up there and nose, nose it towards the edge of the TV stand. And then I'll say no to her and she'll nose it again. And then I'll say no to her and then she'll just, and then when I get up, she'll knock it off and then walk away. <laughs> I'm like, she's for gonna, real? She's going to test your patience. I'm like, I'm going to bite you right now. I'm like, you have no idea. Now, do you guys but, in your family, do you do Christmas music? Um, On Christmas Day. Christmas Day. Yeah. I, I like to lay the car on, and stuff. I like to lay it on thick. Mm-hmm. Sam doesn't. So Ooh. I'm. Decorating the tree with her. I insist we turn the TV off, mm-hmm. break out the iPhone. There you go. And do a little like Nat King Cole and Christmas. The is yeah. Exactly. And the is yeah. I got you. Look, yeah. you get up to that mic and start singing. <laughs> That's meadow, good. You can build a snowman. <laughs> That's awesome. Duet of Matt and Luke. So we might have to do a little Christmas album as we get closer. <sighs> so you had asked another thing that we talked about was you had asked about content. Oh, so yeah. So what questions do you have? I just would love to, you know, because we're always exploring new mm-hmm. content ideas. You know, that's part of what I'm tasked with. Yeah. And I like to get a lot of people's opinions around here. What do we want? Because nothing is set in stone. You know, right. a, lot of, a lot of ideas that we have, you know, maybe are will work and maybe won't work. So right. whether it's a podcast that you like, a podcast you don't like, just mm-hmm. let us know. Because I want to kind of create and cater the content toward what everybody wants to see. So I'm curious to see what everybody wants moving forward. I mean, whether it's an article genre that you want to read about. Right. Um, topics for, you know, obviously we throw up the Q and a on, uh, mm-hmm. the mentally triggered podcast. So we're looking for feedback, ultimately feedback, ultimately, but even with, um, a video series, I'm really okay. curious to see what people are, what they want to see that we're not giving them. I don't no. want people just to say, Oh, I like that. Yeah. Like, oh no shit. I know what we're doing. You know, what's really frustrating <laughs> to me. And before I even mention this, I love you guys. So I'm going to put this out there. Before I give this subtle middle finger. Oh, Jesus. Well, I'm just saying is that I went through all this energy and time to put together that whole in the trenches, you know, video expose to kind of show you guys exactly what we were looking for. And I have not got one submission after we put that out there. So I'm almost wondering if it was like, okay, if everybody watched it and they were like, damn, I can't do that. And instead of take accepting the challenge, people were just like, "Oh, I'll never be able to make a video like that." So I'm just going to move on. Yeah, it's, we need to spill the beans on it. I mean, it's 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 we want to do a training a video series, but it's yeah. it's not just have your boyfriend or girlfriend hold the iPhone next right. to you while you're doing tricep pushdowns. I want you to be involved. It, treat it like a documentary almost. Yeah. Like, okay, so you set the scene. You're walking into the gym. Yeah. You might say hello to the guy at the counter. <laughs> you might check your body weight. You yeah. might go into the locker room. Mm-hmm. You might get warmed up. You might talk us through what you're going to do. Exactly. Exactly. Then once you do the workout, you know, we can just see the workout. And then we want a, a voice narration over the top. Right. And explain what you're doing. Exactly. And it doesn't have to be, we're not looking for cinematic quality, but at the same respect, we are looking for decent quality. A reason for somebody to want to watch. Exactly. It can't be boring as all get out. And I and, and I love you guys, but a lot of the videos that were sent in, 
unfortunately, were just super boring. It was just like the same angle, lots of the same stuff. You know, there was um, a couple. I know a lot of you guys put effort and energy into that, and I greatly appreciate it. But unfortunately, you have to think about it from the perspective of like a TV show. Someone's going to wa- want to sit there for five minutes and watch your video. It has to be engaging. They have to want to have a reason to listen to it or watch it, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. And if you're not engaging the audience or you're not engaging the viewer, then people aren't going to listen to it. And, and one thing about it. that, because I see so many videos, and I talk with our own video staff about mm-hmm. this a lot, it's it's not just pointing the camera, editing, and kicking it back. Right. I want to see like some creative flair to it. Yeah. So whether you got maybe you got a sense of humor and you yeah. can drop in a little graphic that's going to lighten up what you're talking about or be hilarious just throw in that it make that extra mile go that extra don't just don't just do what is asked go that extra mile that's the thing i can point for everybody in all aspects of their life it's always a little bit more a little bit more go the extra mile yeah if you're a gymnast do some handsprings if you do a handstand walk in you know walk on your hands you know whatever the case may be do something to throw something in there to give it a little extra flair that's kind of if you guys didn't notice we love featuring people that are obscure absolutely it's not like we're looking for somebody with three hundred thousand followers exactly. and a blue check mark next to their name no, yeah i mean i love featuring people you've never heard of before yeah because you guys are just as interesting as an ifbb pro damn right you are and a Some lot of, of you times more you interesting. yeah i was gonna say a lot of times <laughs> you have a lot of fresh ideas and a yeah. lot of fresh content so um so, if it's good is what i'm telling you if it's good yeah it could very well likely be featured on redcon one our youtube page yeah. and our instagram so damn right Give it some thought, guys, and then give us some thought, and maybe you can comment on it on the next listener question thread, because that's or tell Luke, because that's how we do the best communicating cool. around here. So we got this. We got a listener questions we got to talk about, but mm-hmm. Matt. Oh shit! I have to ask. Mm-hmm. 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 We all saw. Oh god! The article. I was trying to get around this one that was put out there I was trying by to get around this one. Your fiance. Correct. Yeah. Miss Sam. Yeah. About cheap meals. Yeah. So. Is this mine rod household mm-hmm. a house divided? Of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. Yes. <laughs> well, if the, you didn't read the article, it's called The Art of Cheat Meals. Yes. Okay. She doesn't say eat whatever the hell you want. Right. So you guys know this. Well, I've been, you know, as long as I've known her, uh, she's always told me that she wants to have this healthy relationship with food. Yeah. I might consider what I have maybe an unhealthy relationship. <laughs> it's because I'm an all all or nothing kind of guy. Once right. I have my now, once I have my mindset, I've got to have a goal and then I go for it. If I'm in kind of purgatory and no goals, yeah. you'll see me eating a bag of chips with Luke. Right. You see, and <laughs> why does he gotta throw me in there? <laughs> is it but, Friday? No, but tomorrow is. Yay! And, and guess what our code is? Mental twenty. There you go. Ah! Um, so she believes in just. Moderation, moderation. Right. Well, I can't do anything in moderation. Hell no. You're either all or nothing. All or nothing. So she believes in moderation even on like every day. So like, let's say if you're walking through the, let's say you guys have a bowl of candy on your counter in the, in the house. Mm-hmm. She believes that if she has one or two per day, that's okay. No. No. She believes in moderation during cheats. Okay, good. Yes. Okay. So, I just wanted to get that out. Sure. No, no, no. So she is the type that'll eat strict six days a week, have okay. that planned cheat day right. or cheat meal. But still have a cheat in moderation. Exactly. She okay. will not go overboard. Where so I she's not a rude type. muscle or rude food porn where you literally eat like 17 Domino's pizzas and 400 wings as a cheat meal. And here's where people go off in the wrong direction. <laughs> they see that Juan Morel video or that, mm-hmm. you know, somebody that just crushes 20, 20 calories. Yeah. It's, your cheat meal is not a competition. No. You don't need to vomit. 
But a lot of people think that's what it is. Yeah. I used to think that's what it was. I don't. I can't. I In my 20s, I used yeah. to eat cheat meals religiously. Right. And I follow them strict. And then every Saturday or whenever that time would come around, mm-hmm. I was so into it. Each Saturday was like I had just prepped 16 weeks from a show. And you're like, how much more can I have? And I had a whole pantry in there. Oh, my god! Just waiting on me. And I was like, yes. Oh, my God. Eureka. I was so excited. So you would eat like $300 worth of food in one day. Pretty close. Damn, I remember crazy. just crushing it. I can't do that. See, that's the one thing is I will honestly tell you this. Even on a cheat day, Fridays are always a planned cheat day cheat day for me. And what I'll typically do, this is how I usually break my day down. I usually have something that I don't normally have for breakfast, which would be could be, you know, Rob's um, Big Boy or whatever the place is around here that we order from. I think it's called Rob's More Than Subs. We'll do like a French toast, eggs, and bacon. That'll be like my breakfast. Then I'll eat on plan through the entire day. And then I'll do a cheat dinner. Like I'll go out to dinner with my wife and we'll go have, you know, one of my favorite restaurants and I'll have a meal. If there's room, I might have a small dessert and I'll probably have a beer or two. Mm -hmm. That's my cheat. Like for me, I can't, I physically can't eat the volume of food to where I could sit down and have, I can't even eat an entire pizza. So I laugh sometimes and my wife used to pick on me. Why are you lying right now? You're lying I'm dead serious. My wife used to pick on me. She's like, how are you as big as you are when I've never seen you eat? She's never seen me eat, like, the volume of food. Like, I was showing her pictures of Rudy, of, like, his cheat meal the one time where he had, like, four pizzas lined up. And he, and he, I talked to him the next day and he's like, I ate it all. I can't. I Let can't. me ask you something. Beyond, and I'm, I'm not you. saying this is you because clearly no, 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 I'm right. sitting right across from you. It's not you. But everybody, <laughs> everybody watching, listening to this show mm-hmm. has seen those TV shows or yeah. whatever of the 1100 pound person that right. gets stuck in their room and they need forklift out of there and they have to call in the you know yeah. the, the jaws of life to get them out of there and then crane them out. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah. How does that person get to become 1100 pounds? I don't know. I think it's I think it's they honestly don't know what they're eating or what they're putting in their body because they just they're just eating all the time. Is it their bodies though, <laughs> or is it are they literally eating more than? Oh no, I think they're eating more, but I think it's consistent eating. I think what it is is that it may they may be eating ten to fifteen thousand calories a day, but what they're doing is they're consistently eating and they're not exercising. Mm-hmm. There's no movement. A lot of those people have jobs like IT and shit like that where they sit at a computer all day and they just eat and eat and eat all day long. They're consistently eating. You know that was the issue that I had. Like I, we talked about it before. Like with me, I didn't realize until when I was four hundred pounds. I didn't realize how much I was drinking every day until I actually sat down one day and, and wrote it down and figured out. Damn, I'm drinking over three thousand calories a day. Well, that's amazing. It's insane. So when you think about, if you say you're eating shit also, let's say you're eating six to 7,000 calories a day and then you're drinking three, you're having 10,000 calories and you may not even really realize it because 3,000 calories in drinks, to me, it's, it's not volume-wise, it's not the same as 3,000 calories of food. 3,000 calories of food, especially healthy food, good grief, is like enough to like kill you. How do you know these I mean? giant people shit? <laughs> uh, that's a great question. Colostomy bag comes to mind. Is I, that right? I, mean, I don't know. I mean, how? how I mean, they you... can't get out of bed. They're no. consuming these calories. It's got to be a bedpan or something like that. But could you imagine being the poor person that would have to help them? Do you think? The Let me per- lift do you your think, folds while you. Do we know? This pan. Do we know if delivery dudes was started by some giant and fat person? Probably, because that would make a lot of sense. Probably, yeah. delivery dudes or Uber Eats or whatever. They're like, if you guys, want I am to- so fat that I cannot go to Jimmy John's myself. <laughs> you need to bring it to me or McDonald's or wherever the hell they now deliver from. It's insane. It is insane. Yeah. If you guys want to read uh, Sam's article, uh, you can find it on her Instagram, Sammy Girl underscore Fitness at Instagram. Word. There you go. It's Thank called, you, Sam. It's called the Art of Cheat Mealing. It's awesome. All right, guys, we got to do your listener questions. Get so, it. 
Uh, we will start off with Wolk Pack Lifters. What is your favorite go-to snacks for dieting, bulking, and cheat meals? Luke, you are our snack guy. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> snacks for dieting, um, that's hard for me because, you know, when I've truly been dieting, like, I don't have snacks. So it's like you have your meals are regimented. So, But when I'm more on a looser diet, like on my own. I'm looking around here right yeah, now for snacks. More on my looser diet. There's no snacks. No. Like, I typically, in the past, what I would have like considered to be like a, a a snack for like dieting would have been like a protein bar, like a quest bar or one bar or something like that, which, you know, in my personal opinion, a lot of those bars, which we talked about a little bit earlier, they're no better than eating a Snickers or anything else. Mm-hmm. So let's be honest, who knows what's really in them. They taste some of them too good to really be healthy. Um, a lot of them have a lot of preservatives and crap like that in them. So I don't personally believe a lot of them are really that good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I'm, you know, if I was bulking, bulking, pfft, the go-to snacks for bulking is anything that's not in a wrapper or that's in a wrapper or that tastes good or has chocolate. I'm not even going to go into, if I was bulking right now, I would probably have drawers full of snacks of anything you could possibly imagine. But I'm huge on like, I like candy, but my big thing is like, um, is like brownies and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. I love brownies, like crap like that. I, love, I would have guessed that. I love these like Danishes, like Danishes kinds, too. Yeah. Breakfast only or for all meals? Nah, just breakfast. But I, that's not something that I'll go and get at like dinner time. But you know, we all know that like cheat meals wise, like when it comes to snacks, I don't do snacks for a cheat meal. But a cheat meal for me, when I think of a cheat meal, I'm a very different person than a lot of other guys. I can't do like when I do like the pizza and shit like that. I get bubble gut. I get na- I get diarrhea. I get all that oh, nasty yeah. shit. So what's a good cheat meal for me? Is a big ass juicy steak, some potatoes, like yeah. mashed potatoes with some cheese in it, or garlic, or something like that. You know, a side of veggies, whatever the case may be. And I'll do like a a small dessert. Like a lot of times, BJ's Brewhouse comes to mind. I'll do like a pazuki, you know, a small personal pazuki afterwards, and I'll have like two beers. You know what I mean? That's a cheap meal to me. That's what I look forward to all week long. I don't look forward to eating six pizzas and 150 wings and drinking a two liter of Coke. It's just not important to me. I still don't drink soda to this day. I have a diet, you know, Coke Zero or something like that, three times a week maybe, but I'm not a soda person. Like I've, I don't, I can't tell you when the last time I had regular soda was. It's been years. Hmm. So, Tazuki, huh? Pazuki. Pazuki. Yeah, it's like a little pan that they, like, literally they cook the cookie in it, and then they bring it to you with, like, ice cream. And the thing that kills me with that is, obviously, I'm lactose intolerant, so when I eat the ice cream, I do get a little belly issue after that. But usually, it's worth it. Because <laughs> it's not bad enough to where I'm feeling it the next day, like I would if I ate pizza and all that other crap, because mm. that stuff just destroys my stomach, so... I knew you'd be good at this question. Oh, yeah. You answered that with a, yeah, a lot of excitement. I love food. I, I love so. it. I would, when you're truly dieting, you can't have snacks. No. You got to just you gotta follow the regimen. Yeah. When you're bulking, though, I do uh, – I love in my oatmeal shake. Mm-hmm. So I do an, either an oatmeal or Rice Krispie shake with two scoops of isotope, peanut butter, blueberries, mm. almond milk. And it's, so just, it's like 800 calories. It's fucking delicious. Sounds amazing. Um, I'll do – when I'm bulking, I'll have pizza probably once a week. Okay. Um if I'm on a road trip, I'll always have the almonds packed with me. Flavored ones, too. I don't care. Cool. Yeah. I'll, I mean, I like the plain ones, too. You like, like barbecue. I'll do shit like that. I'll, yeah. I'll limit the uh, like the sweet. The, the sweet. You don't do like honey-coated ones. Or those are a little risky because yeah. they're addictive. What about like the candy ones? 
Which ones are the candy ones? Like the ones that come. Well, that like, have like the, the caramel colors. No, oh no, no I won't like do the it. colored ones. No, no, no. We're, we're, yeah. There's no peanut M and M's. There's no peanut M's. No peanut M and M's. And then I, I love I, caramel. I'd go like a Cliff Bar. I've done that. You know, okay. when I'm on the go, like a Kind Bar, or something yeah. that is I, quick. I like Kind Bars. They're not bad. Yeah. I don't usually do like uh, crazy snacks though. I'm just right. not a snack guy. Um, What's All right, your... we well, go ahead. We gotta keep the keep yeah. the questions going from Owen Vahey. Hey guys, who is your favorite Olympia champ and why? Keep the show up. Been listening to Matt since the days of the first call out. Woo. Word. Oh, Thanks, brother. All right, um, my favorite Olympia champ, mm, all time. What they're asking? All time. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I can smell it burning. Oh, He's thinking hard right God. Now. Well, I really liked Ronnie Coleman. Okay. I did. Mm-hmm. I mean. You did? Well, I did. Mm-hmm. But you said you did. I did. Okay. I still do. Okay, you do. Okay. Yeah. But once okay. you're done, you're done. It's like True. any sport. Once you retire and you're gone, yeah. I don't give a shit anymore. You Agreed. Go on to yeah. the next one. You know? Moving on. Moving on. But his videos, man, as a as a guy in his mid-20s when he was still at the peak of his game. Were awesome. I was just into him. Oh, hell yeah. Every workout, like on the way to the gym or before I leave for the gym, either at work or at house, I would go on YouTube and I'd get into watching Ronnie lift. And mm-hmm. that was exciting because he's one of the last guys who really didn't give a shit. Right. I mean, didn't give a shit. Agree. He trained in Metro Flex and 150 yep. degree heat and he was three times bigger than the next closest guy. Yep. Super lean year round. And he kind of just seems like an all shucks, just happy to be here kind of guy. Yeah, agreed. There's nothing not for me not to like about a competitive Ronnie. Now, there's, you know, not, Ronnie in retirement's not for everybody. I can see why he would kind of get on some people's nerves. But when Ronnie was Ronnie, you know, mm-hmm. 95 to 05 or whatever years you want to say were his real exciting years, that was the best. Yeah. What about you? Um, You know, and sheerly for the fact that I just like the dude. I'm gonna go with Jay Color. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I mean Eduardo's gonna be very happy about that. We, we could all go with the uh, you know the typical quintessential answer and say Arnold. You know we all love Arnold. Arnold's a great dude. But I'm gonna go with Jay because you know Jay is, in my personal opinion, is one of those people that is he's a true testament to like never giving up because the dude's been through so much. And what I mean by that is like entrepreneurship. Like he's he's had like failed lines, failed businesses, and he's always kept pushing. Alpha and, Helix. Yeah, Alpha dude. Helix. Yeah. And at one of these points, at, at this point in his life, you have to look back at him and think he's got to be one of the most successful entrepreneurial type mm-hmm. bodybuilders that are out there because he doesn't, you know, he's still going, he's still moving, he's got his hands in a lot of different things. Um, I believe he's still doing fairly well for himself. You know, he's still in fantastic shape. He credits Chris Aceto for all that. And that's good. You know what I mean? And he's, uh, and I just, he's definitely one of those people that I genuinely believe, especially like younger people getting into bodybuilding. Like they, he's someone that people can look to for inspiration, for motivation, for just like as a a role model. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like the unfortunate thing is, like, Phil, you know, our current Mr. Olympia, he, his attitude just turns all that away. So mm-hmm. you don't – you see younger kids following him. I could just see them being entitled little pussy brats, mm-hmm. whereas I don't think you would get that with, like, that even Ronnie Coleman-esque, you know, era and Jay and stuff like that, even with, like, Dexter. I mean, even though Dexter, you know, won in 08 um, 
and it was the only year that he did win the Mr. Olympia title, I believe very similar, mm-hmm. you know, kind of structure in terms of like personality and what they've accomplished with Jay. But I'm going to go with Jay because I really just genuinely have a lot of respect for him. So it, You brought up something when you first started talking about, you know, not picking Arnold. Mm-hmm. And that's an every, easy go-to for a lot of people. Yeah. Tell me if it's just me. I don't think it is. Go. Is it chap your ass when, say, you're hearing somebody talk about their favorite this player, this athlete, mm-hmm. and it's before they actually were even born to yes. watch that person? Yeah. I watch the Little League World Series every year, mm-hmm. at least at least one game, mm-hmm. and I see these little kids, and they're cute, you know, 12 years old, yeah. you know, and they're like, oh, I'm Johnny from Newcastle. My favorite player is Mickey Mantle. And I'm like, you're 12. you never even seen him play a game. I'm pushing no 40. I never saw him play a game. It's yeah. like, that is not your favorite player. No. Pick yeah. somebody... Current. Current, Jesus, yeah. you know, totally agree. So and I always get a little irritated that when this question comes up, who's your favorite? It's like yeah. if anybody says Arnold, I want to smack you. Yeah, unless yeah. you're sixty. I'm like, <laughs> my thing is this: unless you're John Hanson, I like Arnold now. <laughs> right, what I'm, and you know, and what I mean by that is, is that who he is as know, a person now. Yeah, who he is as a person now, what he's accomplished. You know, the friggin' Arnold mm-hmm. Sports um, grouping that he's put together with the, all the different. I mean, Arnold that are all over the world. He's like and, a motivational figure. Yes, it's like absolutely. The Rock being bigger than just a movie star. It's yeah. like he's this icon. I, yeah, you know, he's this, the icon of yeah, the sport. Yeah. yeah, he is the, in my opinion, he's the icon of the mm-hmm. sport. But I'm not going to tell you he was my favorite Mr. Olympia because I didn't see him compete. Mm-hmm. I've seen old videos, but I actually watched Jay Cutler on stage. Yeah, you know what it's I mean? a difference. And, yes, it's a difference. totally different. It's like I, I, I remember when Mark McGuire hit yeah. 61 home runs and then Bonds... Trumped him, and then Sammy Sosa. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to say Roger Maris is my yeah, favorite. You know, what I agree, hundred percent, hundred percent. So, uh, all right, so we'll keep it moving. Body by Ian. Do you guys go to the gym on Christmas? Nope, I do not. Nope, don't care that much. Nah, my thing is like I might have when I was younger, but the reality is now is that it's a family day, dude. And there's, it's one of those rare occasions that me and my wife actually get to spend the entire day together because she does work retail, and that's like. She works Christmas Eve. She works New Year's Eve. She works New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. I mean, we during this time of year, we rarely get to see each other. Mm-hmm. So you better be damn right that from the time I wake up that day to the time I go to bed that day is 100% about my family. Mm-hmm. So Here, here. I agree. Um, Fireman wants to know, where the hell oh, – I skipped the question. Where the hell are the Redcon 1 ugly Christmas sweaters? <laughs> any plans for that? Lawrence, do we have any plans for ugly Christmas sweaters? Um, that's funny because – Dude, I don't know that they would sell, unfortunately, but it would be hilarious if we all kind of had our own version of like a Redcon One Ugly Christmas sweater done because you better be damn right mine would have a picture of Eduardo on it. <laughs> <laughs> I can see a video. Yeah, dude, that'd be hilarious. There's got to be some Christmas video mm-hmm. coming out soon. Um, <clears throat> all right, we guys skipped one. Matt Sino, what is going on in the world of Goldie? Also, what are your thoughts on Jimbo Fisher and who do you think FSU is going to hire as head coach? I think they hired somebody, somebody named yeah. Tag- Taggart yeah, from Taggart. Oregon. Mm-hmm. I saw that. I saw the ticker yesterday that said it. I didn't actually hear. I don't know at the bottom of the guy. screen on Sports Center. So looks fairly young. Yeah, nothing in his forties. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. He came from Oregon. Um, I think he was South Florida's head coach at one point. Okay. Um, until they got their head coach. That now you know way more they, about yeah, him than I have. Charlie yeah. Strong now. Um, that's killing recruiting. I think they've lost seven recruits already. Yeah, it sucks. So anytime you lose a head coach, you're gonna run into that problem. Yep. But who knows? I was. I'm glad they got rid of Jimbo Fisher. I thought mm-hmm. his time had passed. Damn and right. I they, think he should have been gone already. But yeah, I agree. And, and according to some of the players, he didn't handle it very well on his exit. He didn't even call the quarterback and tell him he was out. <laughs> so, but he signed a 10 year, 75 million dollar contract. So. 
7.5 million bucks a season to be head coach and then they don't want to pay the players anything it just it just Matt, continues you're in the wrong business Matt <laughs> uh, and then what what's, is what's going on in the world of gold what is going on in the world of gold um it's our slow season right now, yeah. so Goldie is going from doing little work to almost no work at all. It's almost <laughs> completely shut down. He's spending most of his time just seeing how we're doing, mm-hmm. kind of like a personal assistant for Sergio, myself, and oh, that's nice, Cowboy. So, so is he doing your laundry and shit, like dropping off your dry cleaning, like stuff like that? He's kind of like the sixteen-year-old who still lives in your house, <laughs> doesn't have a job, and then just eats uh, all your shit. Damn. So he'll drink the sodas, breathe our air. Breathe your air. Waste our time. Waste your time. Damn it. That's funny. There's nothing. There's not on. a whole lot going on in the world of Goldie right now, unfortunately. Goldie is actually playing with, going playing with Xavier's pup. Yeah, that's something else that happened, right? Xavier yeah. got a puppy. So that's he did. It. Yeah, he's what? What did he name that thing? Uh, Ezekiel. Uh, yeah, Ezekiel calls him Zeke. Zeke. It's a little after the running back. Yeah, he says he's a he's a for the bread. Well, not Rottweiler, a pit bull puppy. It's a pit bull, but he doesn't. He doesn't look like a purebred to me. He looks like he might be mixed with something. But he's a cutie. He's a little tiny, like Pooped six or office. seven. Did he? Yeah. He took a dump in your office. Yeah, a little squirt. That's awesome. Dogs a squirt. The Did shit you was fix a squirt. It? Um, well, he Xavier is such a good guy. He cleaned it up and then he gave a peace offering of candy. Oh, okay. There you yeah, go. He came in and said, so he's like, I'm so sorry my dog, dog shitting on you yeah. here. <laughs> here's some, here's some candy. Yeah. He's, so. but he's literally like a baby to the point where like Xavier brings him to work and wrapped up in his little blanket. He sleeps half the day and then he tries to jump off the counter and kill himself. And then he chews on everybody and everything. And he's, but he's a cutie. He's adorable. Oh. Rob Cannon wants to know, can we ask Aaron, can we get Aaron on as a guest? You, you got to ask him a question about Palumbo. I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Um, he wanted us, A, to ask, when will we have Aaron on as a guest to the show? Do you I, don't, th- I don't think we will. Do you think that he, do you think he's avoiding us? Do you think he's scared that if he comes on the show, we might put him out there and get too deep into the world of Aaron where he may not be comfortable talking about it? Could be. <laughs> it's a possibility. Nah, Aaron's the boss. And out of pure respect for him, even if we have him on the show, we'd ask him. We would be super respectful and talk to him only about things that he wanted to talk about. But we definitely dive into Palumbo days because, come on, that's just a given. If he's yeah. on the show, we got to talk about Palumbo I just days. feel like Aaron's talked so much about He has. Stuff. He's it's got like, so much. Like, it's already out there. If you want to know and anything. talk to him about him on the readiness report. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yep. All right. Um, and then finally... JGB's Fitness, is Redcon still working on an essential amino acid supplement? Yeah, absolutely. Do we have a name for it? I don't believe so, but it's definitely coming soon. Um, there's a, there's Believe it or not, there's like four or five new products like on the horizon for 2018. So even more so than what I originally thought was out there. You know, me and Aaron were talking last week and there were some things going on. And um, it was just, there's really a lot out there on the horizon. Mm-hmm. So I think 2018, like the beginning of 2018 is going to be a huge push where you're just going to see us, in order for us to stay relevant, in order for us to keep growing, we've got to keep expanding the line. And we're looking to huge expansion, I think, in the first quarter of 2018. What so. would you be most excited about? Um, I think right now is just extending the health formulas. You know, like I like the whole idea of like the greens formula and stuff like that. Definitely looking forward to a joint formula coming out. You yeah, know, things be like really that. Um, that kind of stuff is huge for me. And believe it or not, I'm I'm a big user of EAAs. So for me, um, I'm actually for a long time I was still using the Prime EAAs. So mm-hmm. I would definitely I definitely feel personally um, that when I incorporate an EAA supplement into my recovery, I feel like I recover faster. So and I'm, maybe that's weird. Maybe that there's not a lot of science to support that. You know, versus branch chains, but. 
I personally feel like when I use an EAA supplement, I feel like it cuts down on my soreness and my and I'm able to train more frequently. Mm-hmm. So that's how I personally feel. So I'm looking forward to the EAA supplement as well. So hey, Luke, one more question. Shoot, uh, what's our discount code? Mental 20, 20% off at Raycon1.com. There you go. Hey, we got to wrap up the show. We do. But I think it was a good one. It was good. We enjoyed it. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? I always enjoy this show. It's fun. Guys, we appreciate your listener questions. Yes, we do. And as always, we ask you to share the show, tell your friends about it, and make reviews and comments and rate it on iTunes and everywhere else you listen to it. Like and subscribe, baby. Thank you, guys. We're out.